Welcome to the Company of One podcast. This is your host, Dale Callahan. This is episode number 151. And today we're going to be talking about the subject, it, it's okay if you don't want to be an entrepreneur. You know, I've spent, I spent a lot of conversations, or I spend a lot of conversations where people are talking about entrepreneurship, the desires, what they're trying to do with their company. It's coming on the Thanksgiving time. It's coming on the Christmas time. And there's a lot of people at the beginning of the year, they start to think about, where do I really want to go? What are my goals and ambitions? But rather than come on here and tell you today about how to be an entrepreneur, which I spend a lot of time doing that, or how to be successful as an employee, I also spend a lot of time doing that. Hence the name Company of One Podcast. So let me just start from the beginning. You're all entrepreneurs in the sense, or let me take the entrepreneur term off the table. You're all a company of one. Each one of us, whether we work for a large company or a small company or work for ourselves, own a company, each one of us are responsible for ourselves, for the business of us, right? It's all the business of us, whether I work for a large entity I have bosses, I have people I serve, and serving them generates me income. Or if I'm selling products on the internet or have a storefront, or maybe I'm providing consulting services, what I'm doing as service provides me income through my customers. So the subject of becoming an entrepreneur really grates on some people's nerves. And I've gotten multiple emails uh, that were more or less questions or people ranting to me about articles about entrepreneurship. So let me talk about kind of the the mindset of some of these articles. Is if you're not an entrepreneur, you're making someone else rich. I actually hear that people saying that. If you're working for somebody else, you're just making them rich. Or you're selling out to the corporate machine. Or, or they'll remind you of how entrepreneurs are the modern heroes. No matter what country you live in, we think of the entrepreneur as the hero. Business owners make the big bucks. A lot of times we look at the business owners, uh, maybe local business owners we know, and we really expect them to be making a lot of money. And then you see things like universities. We've jumped on this big time at universities. Entrepreneurship programs, you can get a full four-year degree or a master's degree focused on entrepreneurship. It's kind of odd because it kind of goes against the grain of what entrepreneurship is all about, but we get the idea. But these programs are booming. So something's going on with entrepreneurship, right? And you might, if you're not an entrepreneur, or if you are an entrepreneur and you don't feel like you've quite made bazillions of dollars yet, you feel left out. You feel like you're not doing something right. So this podcast is for you. So let me give you some truths, though. Before we jump into any of the other little details, let's just talk about some of the truths. Most CEOs, now what I mean by CEO, chief executive officer, and if I go to LinkedIn.com and start looking up people, a staggering number of people are CEOs. Staggering. And when I look at business cards, email, when I go to presentations, when I talk to people about their businesses, quote unquote, I'm doing 
the finger quotes here, when I talk to people about these things, uh, many of them introduce themselves as, I'm the CEO of such and such. Think about how many LinkedIn profiles you see with CEO in the title. Really? How can you be a CEO, that's executive officer, if nobody works for you? Think about it. Most of these people with CEO in their title have nobody working for them. And it may be a team of two or three people, and they're all equals. There's the chief operating officer, the chief executive officer, and the chief finance officer, and that's the whole company. So it's a facade. It's not real. Most graduates from these entrepreneurship programs are not starting companies. I don't have the data here in front of me, but but even the people who run those entrepreneurship programs at the universities will tell you our goal is not to get people to start companies. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to educate them in entrepreneurial thinking. That's fine, but that's not what the program says is talking about entrepreneurship. And a lot of people, they sign up into those programs. They think they're going to go out and start a company. Here's the fact. We all work for a living. Now, that's the other concept you hear with the entrepreneurship. Man, you're just working for the man. You're working for a living. I own my company. You're a slave and you've settled. I mean, this is the, this is the mentality. When I'm reading these blog posts or listening to podcasts, this is what's out there. And it's so negative. It makes you feel like you're not doing anything. But the fact is, most employees make more than most entrepreneurs. Now, that's a fact. We can just back that up with data. Most, If you just average out the employee salaries in the country and you factor for you know the, the numbers and you look at an entrepreneur's salaries, they're just, you're making more money. As a matter of fact, if you look in your own town, if you look at your own friends and you look at the salary you earn uh, versus what somebody who owns a company may earn, forget what they look like, forget the advertisement they may have, forget their wonderful storefront, their wonderful website, but look at their tax statement. Many of them are struggling to make a living. I've seen people with multiple, multiple people working for them with trucks rolling, you know, the whole nine yards, and they're making forty dollars or $50,000 a year. Now, that's great money, but it's not the facade that we think about. We think that we're rich. Those people are rich, that they're just killing it, but they're not. Many employees working for the corporate man, if you will, are out earning these entrepreneurs. Many entrepreneurs talk about freedom, but many have just traded one job for another. Matter of fact, the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a great, great read, by the way, uh, that talks about the mindset of this, um, talks about what he calls the cash flow quadrant, that we're working for somebody, and many people, when they start a company, think about an accountant or a medical doctor, they start and they say, I'm going to go hang out my shingle and I'm going to do it up for myself. But now what they've done is they've traded one paycheck for another paycheck. And now instead of being able to take time off and have some benefits in terms of uh, a vacation, they don't have really any unless they structure it and build it in. So you see a lot of these business owners, they call themselves, 
really their uh, self-owned businesses or their self-owned employees, but we would call them a business owner, right? Because technically that's what they are, but they're doing all the work. They're, they're working longer hours, and many times they just aren't making the money. I see this a lot of times from medical doctors who own their own practices, and they will tell me, now, whether they're exaggerating or not, I don't know, but some of them will say, I feel like I'm just barely making minimum wage after you factor in all this stuff, right? And there's a lot of people who are accountants and who are lawyers and things like this that are doing those kind of things, plumbers, you name it, they're owning their own business and they're really struggling. But they say, no, no, as an employee, you have a boss. As an entrepreneur, I'm working for myself. That's the biggest lie that you can ever hear. You're all working for somebody else. As a matter of fact, if you're getting paid, you're serving somebody. That's the definition of business. That's the definition of an entrepreneurship. Think about it. What we do in business is we're making a trade. It's a transactional trade. I'm providing service, goods or services, right, to somebody else in exchange for money. That's what we call doing business. The very definition is I'm serving someone. I'm either serving them by doing some work for them, like cutting their grass, uh, doing uh, cleaning their teeth, doing their taxes, doing engineering work for them, whatever, in exchange for money. So whether I'm serving them as an entrepreneur or I'm serving them as an employee, it really doesn't make any difference. I'm still serving. That's why we call it company of one. You're all serving somebody. Now, the difference is if I'm an employee, the main people I am serving are the people that are my boss or bosses, right? There's a few people. There may be five or six, maybe as many as 20. As an entrepreneur, traditionally, I'm every one of those customers that pays me becomes my boss. Think about the lawn care service. How many lawns do you mow in a month? Every one of those people are your boss. You work for all of them. So we all have a boss. If you, if you don't like the word boss, we have people we're serving. And I actually like to think of it that way. The term boss, I don't like that either. But the idea I'm serving these people. They're the ones providing the, the, the guidelines. They're the ones providing the metrics for success. And those are the people that I'm out there to serve. So whether you're an employee or you're an entrepreneur in the traditional sense, you're all the same, right? You're all the same. So when these people get in your face, or if you're the one getting in people's face and saying, man, you need to quit playing for the man. You need to get off you know, the corporate and start your own gig and have your own freedom, just get back in their face and say, I've got freedom. I've got freedom to choose. I've got freedom to, to make all the decisions that you make. Now, so let's think about that. Uh, first, I, but I just wanted to, if you're one of those entrepreneurs who feels like you're struggling and you feel like everybody else is doing it great, or you're an employee and you're looking out there and you think your friends who are starting businesses are killing it, hey, maybe they are, but you know what? Some of your friends who are employees are killing it too. They're making a lot of money and they're doing great work and they're highly respected. Some of your entrepreneur friends are doing the same, but on average, your entrepreneur friends are not really killing it. 
They may be loving what they do, loving some freedom to make the strategic decisions and all that. That's great. Uh, I highly admire that. Uh, but you know what? You can have that too. So let's talk about you just being a company of one. You just taking a, a step back and say, okay, I don't have to be an entrepreneur in the traditional space or the t- traditional terms. How can I do it and get what I want? So think about it. As an employee, you can go to work for somewhere else, right? You can fire your boss and get a new job. Just like an entrepreneur can say, you know what, I'm, I'm not mowing your grass anymore. I don't like doing business with you. I'm just I'm firing you as a, as a customer. You can do the same thing. You can find another job, right? So, you know, I'm talking to people in our team at the university. They don't like the environment they're in uh, for lots of different reasons, and they're out there hunting jobs, and they're uh, going to find something that feels more meaningful to them. They're going to find another customer to serve, even though they're a quote-unquote employee. You know, we both get to, as entrepreneurs or employees, we get to pick who we serve and a lot about how we serve them. For both, we can create systems to make our work easier and better. And business owners should be doing that, right? A business owner should be creating systems. But you, as an employee, read the book, Four-Hour Workweek. Whether you agree with everything or not, a lot of it's about systems. How do you create systems to make your job easier? I mean, just think about the massive computer horsepower we have to that we can automate such of our so much of our day job, right? We both have that ability. Uh, we both have the ability to work and develop our skill in relationships and negotiating. These are both skills. I mean, relationship skills. Uh, negotiating skills, people skills, soft skills, we call them all the time. They're important. They're so critical at both levels. If you want to move your salary up as an employee, man, this is so critical to really understand what your customers, customers, you know, your bosses want. If you want to do that as an entrepreneur in the traditional sense of a business owner, that's important also to be able to understand what your customers want. Both of us, entrepreneur or employee, get to learn from those we serve and adjust our work, I'm going to call that products and services, right, to make those people we serve happier and become more rewarded. If you think about the traditional employee working for a large company, their salary, doubling your salary as as an employee, which may seem unfathomable, unfathomable to you, it's really not that big of a deal in the corporate budget. Think about it. It's, it's, it's like hiring another person. Who cares? But you, if you can add more value, you get paid more. Same with an entrepreneur, as long as you can communicate it with these people's skills. The reason either one of us, our jobs are slavery, and by the way, many of us feel that way, even as entrepreneurs, I've had companies that uh, I owned that I was so glad to get out of because I felt locked down, slave, a slave to uh, the customers that were calling. It wasn't a fit, and I was so glad to get out of it. You know, for all of us, we need to find things we love doing. And just like I got out of some of those company things that I didn't like doing, I've gotten out of jobs that where I worked as an employee I didn't like doing, we all have these choices. So 
all these people telling you you need to be an entrepreneur, or if you're reading it and you're finding out, I got to be an entrepreneur, and you're feeling this pressure to go start a company, look, if you want to do that, knock yourself out. I'm all about big dreams. But step back and understand, what are you really dreaming about? So a lot of my coaching sessions where I'm coaching people, I'm digging deep to find out, is that really what you want? What is it you really, really want? Because a lot of times we tell ourselves lies because what we've read, because what we've seen. Because we're all called to use our gifts. Now, I'm a Christian, so we're all called by Christ to serve others. Matter of fact, if you read the Bible, you see service all over it. I always think it's the best business book in the world because you serve. And in our economy, when you serve, you often get thank yous that look like dollar bills, right? In the book, Thou Shall Prosper, he makes that point. The thank yous come in dollar bills with an economy like we got going on these days. Not because of the economy is great, but just because money's easier than time. So think about your gifts as we're heading into a new year. We've got that season where we've got all these family and friends together, and you'll find family members together that talk about their entrepreneurial ventures, and they'll cause you grief, or they'll ask you how work's going. They'll make fun of you. Some of them look up to you. You know what I'm talking about. You'll be at parties, and you'll be comparing yourselves on the Facebook challenges or the LinkedIn, comparing yourselves to other people. Forget it. Forget all that. Don't worry about entrepreneurship. Don't worry about being an employee. Don't worry about any of that. Just think about you as a company of one. Who are you serving? Who are you impacting? And what are you trying to achieve? And then just let the rest of it be noise. Including this, right? Because I'm not trying to add anything to it. I'm just trying to say, step back, take a breath, And if that makes sense to you, hey, let me know. And thank you so much for listening. And since this is going out before Thanksgiving, for those who are are listening to it at that time, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. See you on this other side.